Wrestling fans, get ready to go beyond the bell. Hulkamaniacs, we've just got to know. I've just got to find out. Never before have I had my stomach twisted and turned like it's been lately. Never before has my heart been eaten alive like I've got cancer in it. But now I've got to find out what really is the strongest force in the WWF. Oh yeah, man, we've had our cage rattled before, and we've always came out on top. But recently, Hulkamania has been rumbled like I've never felt the earth shake before in my life. In the Royal Rumble, when me and the Ultimate Warrior twisted and turned, as we stared eye to eye, I looked all those Hulkamaniacs. I saw the millions of goosebumps. I saw the question marks in all their eyes. And then a week later, as our chief shot it, Almost decapitated by what I thought was the strongest force I ever felt. I thought, what is it? Who's the strongest force? And that's when my Hulkamaniacs came to me. And they said, Hulkster, lightning never strikes twice in the same place. It wasn't an accident. I said, you're wrong, Hulkamaniacs. I've looked into the eyes of the warrior. I've seen the clear vision. It had to be an accident. But now that we've felt the force of the ultimate warrior, we've just got to know we can't live with this thing. You know, I've dreamed about this, maniacs. I've had nightmares about this over and over again. I've thought about tying the warrior up, wiping that war paint off his face just to see what kind of man he really is. But now I can't live with it anymore. Ultimate warrior. Me and my Hulkamaniacs put the WWF Championship on the line. We challenge you, warrior. We've got to know what the strongest force is in the WWF. And I swear by the number one Hulkamaniac up there, Ultimate Warrior, the darkness that you press your opponents into before you beat them. If that's the same darkness that makes your soul live, if that's where your heart is at, if you ride your Harley Davidson side by side with a devil, and if I find out that the power you possess comes from drinking your sweat from the devil's armpit, by God, I'll strike you down, Ultimate Warrior. What you gonna do when Hulkamania and the Ultimate Challenge destroys you? When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside If you hurt my friends, then you hurt my pride I gotta take a stand, no I can't let it slide I am a real American, fight for the The Hulkamania Chronicles continues on Beyond the Bell via the SNS Radio Network. I'm your host, ring announcer Sean Beckerman, proud to bring you all things nostalgia and old school in the world of professional wrestling via the SNS Radio Network. This edition of the Hulkamania Chronicles will now focus on the rivalry between the Ultimate Warrior and the Immortal Hulk Hogan. On February 23rd, NBC hosted the main event 
on a Friday night in Detroit. Hogan was scheduled to defend his title against Randy Savage for the umpteenth time with a special guest referee, Buster Douglas, who had recently won the Unified World Boxing title from Mike Tyson. Douglas was outside, basically the outside ref for the belt, but would play a big part in the finish. After the ring official was knocked out, Douglas entered the ring and counted the final three count on Savage, a la Mike Tyson, in WrestleMania 14. The bell was rung, and when Savage realized what had happened, he began to berate the boxing champion, a la Shawn Michaels. Hogan leaned against an opposing ring post, watching and waiting. Finally, after a few pushes, Douglas landed a single knockout right to the king's face. He had enough. Hogan and Buster celebrated to a cheering crowd afterwards. Very similar storyline as we saw with Austin Michaels at WrestleMania 14. On the undercard was the Ultimate Warrior defending his Intercontinental title against Dino Bravo. Warrior won, but before he could play to the crowd, he was attacked by the mighty earthquake. Hogan ran out to make the save, claiming that he wanted the Warrior to be at 100% for their match at WrestleMania. The two met again in the ring, face to face. No blows were exchanged, but the words were... Once you 
to be the warrior you say you are. For I can, as the ultimate warrior, accept no less. Give no less to the warriors! Walk with me, Hulk Hogan. Look into nothingness. Look beyond your fears as you take that step, Hulk Hogan, and make the sacrifice so that the power of the ultimate warrior On April 1st, the biggest match the World Wrestling Federation had staged ever, the Toronto Skydome, since Hogan met Andre in 1987, was about to happen in front of nearly 70,000 live, live fans and hundreds of thousands watching on pay-per-view. This is the official signing of the main event for WrestleMania 6 to be held at Skydome in Toronto, Canada next Sunday. This is the first in the history of the World Wrestling Federation. It will be title for title. However, you gentlemen and your attorneys have both gone over the contracts extensively. And, uh, Mr. Hogan, you prepared to sign at this time? Yeah, I'll sign, Mr. President. You know, Ultimate Warrior, you don't realize what this means to me and all my Hulkamaniacs. That dark cloud, the darkness that you live in, once you sign this is where you're going to remain. Because the positive light of the training, the prayers, and the vitamins will prove at WrestleMania 6 that Hulkamania is still the strongest force in the universe. Step into the darkness once again. Hulk Hogan. What lies before us? in the heavyweight championship of the world and the intercontinental championship of the world are nothing but normal representations of why there are followers and why there are leaders such as us. But you, Hulk Hogan, know as well as I do that they are only receptors for the powers that we have. Look into my eyes, Hulk Hogan! You see nothingness. You see no reasons for questions. You see no answers. For there is no reasoning in the thinking of the ultimate warrior. At WrestleMania 6, Hulk Hogan, I will take the powers of those that question. And I will take the powers of those that have no fear as I take two and become one. Thank you. Thank you very much, gentlemen. I bring you the ultimate warrior. I bring you the 
ultimate challenge. I bring you Hulk Hogan Ultimate Reality. Ultimate Warrior against Hulk Hogan in WrestleMania 6 was a milestone in the world of wrestling. Anytime a competitor can be in the main event at WrestleMania, you have something in your resume that can never be replicated. Warrior working with Hogan at WrestleMania 6 put him in the main event. When uh, you had a, a superstar like Hulk Hogan, you know, I mean, he was the established main event guy. They were looking for the best matchup possible. I mean, the one that would garner the most attention. And at that time, it was the ultimate war. Champion against champion, title for title. This is what it's all about. This is what has brought 68,000 strong into the Sky Dome. And they are ready. They are ready. First time, uh, two baby faces, you know, squaring off in the main event. You know, it was pretty much unheard of. That was a first. I mean, to have two tremendous fan favorites face each other right there, showing a split decision from each side, more or less builds the credibility of both people at the same time rather than one. This was forcing the fans to, uh, somewhere during this match, make a choice. It was very unique. It was like, wow, it was just so intriguing what would happen. You know, I mean, somebody has to win and somebody has to lose. You actually didn't know who was going to win. And because the crowd was so split, you know, I, I was there and it was 50-50. And, and up until that point, that hadn't happened. It, it had a good feel to it. It had a real good feel to it. And I don't think any of the audience actually knew what the outcome would be. was about the look. This guy was about charisma, and he had all that. But as far as wrestling ability and the ability to have one of the greatest matches of all time, I'd have to balk on that a little bit. 100% better match than I expected it to be. Uh, all I could say for, for Warrior was that he took instruction well. You have to be a very unique individual to be able to defeat a man like Hulk Hogan in his prime. He was the guy that finally beat Hulk Hogan clean, one, two, three, in the middle of the ring. So, of course, because of that, I, I couldn't be a fan of his. You know, I, I had to stick to my allegiance.
Hulk Hogan actually passed the torch to Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior got put on the map at WrestleMania 6. Hogan passed the torch to Warrior, and at that point, Warrior was at the same level, if not bigger, than Hulk Hogan. And that's sort of, uh, solidified the guy as much as um, you can. I don't know if it was uh, passing the torch or not, but it definitely helped uh, Ultimate Warrior's uh, character. The people in the WWE and the fans of the WWE felt like the Warrior was, at the time, the guy. Ultimate Warrior is supposed to lead, you know, the company and the brand into the next, you know, century or whatever it was supposed to be. That didn't exactly happen. I knew when the Ultimate Warrior won the match. I knew when I handed him the belt in Toronto. And I knew when I left the ring and 68,000 people watched me leave the building instead of watching the new champ in the ring. I don't want to be willing to say I told you so. Hogan hand-fed this guy and made the Ultimate Warrior. Whatever he's got, he owns the Hogan and Vince McMahon. So you go to the biggest event of the year, in the main event of the biggest event of the year, in one of the biggest venues of the year, wrestling the biggest star in the company, and you win. I'd say you got launched pretty well. You know, and looking back at it, there's not any more that this company, or Hulk Hogan, or Vince McMahon, or anybody else could have done to launch the Ultimate Warrior. The Warrior was announced first, then Hogan. Both men sported title belts, title versus title. Whoever won the match would get both. Hogan injured his knee during the match and paid for it as the tides went both ways. Warrior pressed Hogan's 302-pound frame, I love that, 302 pounds, over his head and tossed him on the mat, an act never seen before. I always remember Hulk Hogan's weight for some reason. It always stuck in my mind. 302 pounds. So that always triggered in my mind. I always remembered Hulk Hogan's gimmick weight. Could could have been real, but may, may have been gimmick. But after 22 minutes, Hogan landed his big boot and set up for the leg drop. He went for it, and the younger man moved. The warrior hit a big splash off the ropes and pinned Hogan. The immortal was pinned. The crowd cheered as the two embraced and the title was handed over. A torch was passed as it had been in 1987. Andre to Hogan, Hogan to Warrior. This was huge. Hogan had not passed the torch or had not considered anyone to pass the torch to in a very long time. People may have thought it was the Macho Man Randy Savage where he was being passed the torch to. But here, it truly felt that the torch was being passed as the Hulkster was being carted away in that automatic car, that, that motorized cart, ring cart, that brought wrestlers back in front of the ring, similar to WrestleMania three when you had long entranceways before ramps. The national press was not likely to cover a wrestling event knowing the scripts were drawn out and predetermined before a match. But that Sunday night, the George Michael sports machine covered the match. If you're old enough to remember that, I'm, I'm happy because I remember George Michael sports machine very well when I couldn't sleep at night. The show announced that the WWF had a new champion.
before Hogan could kick out. Hoxton came down on that hip and had to stun his whole body. Hoxton now leaving the ring. Trying to get some circulation back in that body. And the warrior is static, obviously. Hulk with his belt down. He's going back in the ring, Jess. Look at the tears in his eyes. Hulkster climbing those steps. Look at the hush silence going over the crowd. They don't know what the Hulkster's going to do, and neither do I. Oh, look at this. Hulk presented the belt and raised the hand of the Warrior. The Hulkster has just taken one giant step towards immortality. Well, I gotta say this. At least it wasn't a Mike Tyson, Don King type affair. The man lost it, and he's gone out like a true champion, Monsoon. Unbelievable Hulkster and unbelievable Warrior. I do believe Hulkamania will live forever. It absolutely will. What a matchup, everything we expected and more. We have a new World Wrestling Federation Champion, the Ultimate Warrior. This place has just erupted. Hogan traveled to Japan in the days that followed the WrestleMania encounter to appear on an April 13th show in Tokyo. Wrestlers from All Japan, New Japan, and the WWF participated in the show. Hogan wrestled the legendary Stan Hansen, and the two competed in a bloody matchup. I'd say try and find that on YouTube. In the end, Hogan pinned the bad man from Borger, and it was a great rebound victory and one of his best of his career. On May 15th, during an edition of Superstars of Wrestling, Hogan was attacked by Jimmy Hart's earthquake and was carried from the ring. He sustained serious injuries from the attack, and doctors predicted he would be out for several months. I remember this was during the Brother Love show, and here we're going to get a little personal with me. During this time, 
I guess kids can relate now with Cena, looking back at it, but uh, my appendix actually uh, ruptured around this time, and I was in the hospital. And this, I remember watching Superstars Wrestling that week when I was in the hospital, and when I saw Earthquake land on Hulk Hogan and the Brother Love Show, I'm thinking, Hulk Hogan's in the hospital at the same time as me. Must be destiny, right? What what it is to be a young fan in professional wrestling. I sure do miss those days. Of good taste, here's Brother Love. Are you kidding? This guy doesn't have any taste at all. I've got an idea, Jesse. Where do you think you're going? Hey, how about let's get off headset. The fans won't have to listen to you. They won't have to listen to me. And you and I can get a bird's eye view of the Brother Love show. Come on, let's go down to the Brother Love set. Thank you. 
Everyone thought he'd be out several months. Hogan used this time, it was his time off, for his advantage to begin moving a little closer to Hollywood, a la The Rock. Not as successful, though. He began working on a film entitled Suburban Commando. On July 4th of 1990, one of Hogan's lifelong friends suffered a near-fatal injury in a boating accident off of Lutz, Florida, near Tampa. And that was, of course, we know, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Ed Leslie was injured to the point in which doctors said he would never wrestle again. The wrestling world was stunned, but thankful he had survived. Wasn't the greatest wrestler, but you don't want to see something tragic happen to anyone that we knew, grew, and loved. The WWF began talking about Hogan's comeback and had issued an address to the fans to send letters in and tell the Hulkster to get well soon, which I did, of course, from my hospital bed from my appendix being ruptured. Tugboat stepped forward and began to back him publicly, campaigning for Hogan's goodwill. Tugboat became the Hulkster's new best friend. As the promotions for SummerSlam began, Hogan was locked into a co-made event against the Mighty Earthquake. The Warrior was on the other side of the show defending his world title against Ravishing McRude. On August 27th in Philadelphia, I was there, Hogan defeated the mammoth wrestler by countout. Tugboat was not at his side due to the fact that he had suffered broken ribs in a match against Earthquake on July 16th in Omaha. But as the weeks went by, Hogan and Tugboat reformed their team and planned for the Survivor Series on November 22nd. We spoke about it on a previous Beyond the Bell regarding Survivor Series teams. A quartet known as the Hulkamaniacs was formed, comprising of Hogan, Tugboat, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and the Big Boss Man. Their opponents were the natural disasters, made up of Earthquake, Bravo, the Barbarian, and Haku. The natural disaster's name was born. Hogan was the final survivor of the bout and joined Tito Santana and the Warrior in the final elimination match at the end of the night. I love when they did the elimination matches at the end, seeing the stars come together as one big superstar unit. The three fan favorites locked up against five opposing survivors. Hogan pinned Paul Roman Ted DiBiase. The Warrior pinned Hercules. Santana had been eliminated earlier, and the top two wrestlers in the WWF celebrated before a joyous crowd in Hartford. 
was the fact that Hogan and Warrior were in the ring together, secretly meaning that they would be facing each other in a rematch? Was it possible? Hogan Warrior 2? Not for a while, folks. Hogan went to the Miami Arena for the Royal Rumble on January 19th of 1991. He entered the ring at number 24, attempting to win the event for the second straight year. In the finals, Hogan eliminated the earthquake. The Miami crowd also watched the Ultimate Warrior dethroned by Sergeant Slaughter, and thus Hogan Warrior, the rematch for WrestleMania 7 in Los Angeles, was thrown out. It wasn't going to happen. In early 1991, the United States was nearing a war with Iraq in the Persian Gulf. Slaughter's gimmick was pro-Iraq and was verbally against America. The ploy drew much heat. To combat such hatred, Vince McMahon put up his most popular star, Hulk Hogan. A Hogan-Slaughter match for the WWF World title was signed for March 24th at the Olympic Coliseum. Reports estimated an audience of over 100,000 for the match, breaking the Hogan-Andre draw. As the weeks drew closer and closer to the event, officials withdrew its original idea and scheduled the pay-per-view for the sports arena. The change was due to, quote-unquote, safety precautions. The situation was controversial. United States soldiers were fighting the war in, in the desert. Hogan was going to fight a former G.I. Joe hero wearing a turban and waving an Iraq, Iraqi flag. On the 24th of March, Hogan battled slaughter, and after a 20-minute-plus match, he got the pin. Hogan regained the WWF title for the third time, breaking his tie with Bruno, Bruno San Martino at two title reigns. I believe that two title reigns. He was once again at the top of the heap. The Hulkster was the man, overcame the Iraqi sympathizer, and became World Wrestling Federation champion. champion and we're playing by my rules now 
And at WrestleMania 7, Hulk Hogan, you had better come to that ring prepared. Because when I, Sergeant Slaughter, walk to the ring as the champion, I will do whatever it takes to walk out as a World Wrestling Federation champion. You got that, you mortal slime? You better get it. And that, Hulk Hogan, is an order. You know something, Sergeant Slaughter? When you get ready to go to war, like you and I are getting ready to go to war in WrestleMania 7, you gotta know your enemy inside and out, brother. You gotta know how to eat, sleep, breathe, think, react, the way they adapt to different terrains and climates, their physical capabilities, brother, and what they're made of inside. That's why I don't understand, Slaughter, the way you've been running your trap about WrestleMania 7, what you're gonna do to me and all my pucamaniacs. Why did it come as such a surprise when I hit the ring on the main event? You know something, brother? God, flag, family, country, or a real American like Hacksaw Jim Duggan, I'd lay across the land field to save him, brother. That's the enemy I am, brother. That's what you're gonna face, Sergeant Slaughter. And the way things are going, brother, that steel chair that you hit me with was just like a Scud missile that landed in the Mediterranean. It didn't mean a darn thing, bro. So at WrestleMania 7, Sergeant Slaughter, with you and Adnan at ringside, you're not going to lock up for the war to end all wars. Hulkamania is going to live forever after that day at WrestleMania 7. And if I get clearance from the president, if I get the exact orders that I need from the president, I'm going to kickstart my wide glide, brother, with a WWF title around my belt when I leave L.A. I'm going to jump ship, head straight for the Persian Gulf, and when the artillery gets ready to take on the enemy, I'm going to be leading the brigade, Sergeant Slaughter, with the WWF belt and your carcass behind my Harley. What you gonna do? Listen up, especially you, the immortal Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, let's start getting serious. We're only three weeks away from WrestleMania. All your vitamins, all your prayers, your American way is not going to help you against me at WrestleMania. This Hulk Hogan is war. And when you go against Sergeant Slaughter in war, you better be prepared. And when I get done with you, Hulk Hogan, I will feel the wrath in my heart that the next day all your pukamaniacs will have to stand up and show their respect to their new leader, the World Wrestling Federation Champion, Sergeant Slaughter. You know, Sergeant Slaughter, I guess you could say me and all my Hulkamaniacs are burning up right now. Oh, yeah, burning the Hulkamania poster, trying to burn our dreams, trying to incite our country more than it is is one thing. Now, now taking the Hulkamania banner, the training, the prayers, the demandments, the believing in all the Hulkamaniacs, the Hulk rule shirt, everything we stand for, brother. Torching that thing on national TV was as bad as torching old glory. And you just added more fuel to the fire, brother. What you don't realize, Sergeant Slaughter, is how big of a monster the enemy really is, man. But my offensive strategy hasn't changed one bit. I'm coming after you with both Patriots loaded, brother, the largest Patriots in the world. And now that there are no rules, Slaughter, that we're playing by your rules, no regard for life, bro. 
There's no telling how far you may take this thing in the heat of battle to save your own skin. When Hulkamania is breathing down your neck in WrestleMania 7, you might even go so far as drop to some human kindness act like sticking your heart hand out in friendship, brother. That would be nothing but a cruel hoax slaughter because I know General Adnan would be aiming a Scud missile at my head as I gave you my hand, brother. You may even go so far as to take Adnan, put him in front of you, man, and sacrifice his flesh at the hands of Hulkamania just to save your own skin, brother. But this is war, like you said, Sergeant. And if me and my little holsters have to go to war to stop you, brother, then I guess we're going to hell and back again. But in WrestleMania 7, I'm going to prove one thing, man, that my God and my country and my Hulkamaniacs are going to live forever, brother. So when you step in the ring against Hulk Hogan and the whole American nation in Los Angeles, California, brother, just remember, I've never had my rear end kicked in my own hometown, brother. And with the WWF title on the line and all my Hulkamaniacs focused with body, mind, and soul at one point, there will be no un conditional surrender slaughter there will be no pow's only victims and hulkamania in the wwf title is gonna live forever now they use the term safety precautions as they go into in the uh documentary on the story of wrestlemania which was great i suggest if you haven't seen it to check it out talking about that uh event wrestlemania but there also was a story that the reason why it was switched over to the to the sports arena is because they didn't sell enough tickets to fill the Olympic Stadium because McMahon wanted to keep that stadium feel. But it didn't happen this year in Los Angeles. But Hogan won the WWF title. It's not over yet. Come on, Hulk. He saves the Iraqi flag. Hulk's to tearing it to pieces.
Nation. You know what Jennifer Hogan? You know what? How tough? You know what Jennifer Hogan? Twenty thousand human on children. That's what Jennifer Hogan. He needs it. He needs these heaven enders behind him. Well, fine. You can have them. It's the greatest finish in the, in the world, right here. Hogster doing his thing right now, giving them what they want to see. Nothing like it. You're looking at the greatest professional athlete in the world today. World Wrestling Federation champion, Hulk Hogan. Well, I'm, I'm still going to have my party Tuesday night on prime time. I'm still going to Vegas, and I'll still have a bunch of guests. After WrestleMania, Hogan again went to Japan for a brief tour. He pinned Yoshiaki Yatsu on April 1st on a combined SWS-WWF card in Kobe. An estimated 43,000 fans packed into the Tokyo Dome on April 6th to see Hogan team with Tenru against the Legion of Doom. Great matchup. Hawk and Animal defeated their opponents by countout in a little over 14 minutes. Hogan was the man counted outside the ring in that specific bout. He teamed with the Ultimate Warrior on August 26th at SummerSlam to beat Sergeant Slaughter and his cronies, Colonel Mustafa and General Adnan. That was the match made in hell. Opposed to the Macho Man Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth getting married, the match made in heaven. So it was the match made in hell and the match made in heaven. In that match made in hell matchup, <laughs> redundancy's a key here, huh? Sid Vicious was the special guest enforcer slash referee, now at the time being known as Sid Justice. Some seeds were planted here as there was some foreshadowing as Vince McMahon wanted or was hoping Sid would be the heir apparent to Hulkamania. Thus, at the end of SummerSlam, we saw Hulk Hogan call out Sid Justice to pose down with the MSG crowd in victory, therefore possibly or symbolically passing the proverbial charismatic torch to Sid Justice as the possible brand new Hulkster sending us straight into the 90s. Another issue with this matchup, or another tidbit of information that made it so special was the fact that rumors were running rampant after this match took place that the Ultimate Warrior held up Vince McMahon and the World Wrestling Federation for more money to participate in this main event match. It was spoken about in the self-destruction of the Ultimate Warrior DVD and a little bit further by the Hulkster, so that was another controversial moment added to the match made in hell. 
Here comes the threesome that will be in SummerSlam to square off against the Ultimate Warrior and the Mighty Hulkster. The Mighty Hulkster and the Ultimate Warrior, they got him shaking in their boots right now. Well, I don't know about that, but they certainly know they have signed on for what could uh, be tantamount to uh, terrorist activities. Whenever you've got these three around, you never can tell what's going to happen. To say the least. All right, gentlemen, the match has been signed. It will be a handicapped tag team bout at SummerSlam. Three men, General Adnan, Colonel Mustafa, and you, Sergeant Slaughter, will be facing two men. However, those two men are none other than the Ultimate Warrior. Your thoughts. Well, if you'll keep your holes shut, I'll tell you my thoughts on it, you human piece of garbage. I thought it was going to be you as a guest referee. 
whole thing. Presenting arms to Sid Justice. Welcome to the core, Sid Justice. I said, welcome to Sergeant Slaughter's core, Sid Justice. Sergeant Slaughter and Company, the Triangle of Terror. Well, you know something mean, Gene. The battleground of Madison Square Garden is the only appropriate place for the match made in hell to happen, brother. Ever since January 23rd, 1984, I've been waiting for a feeling. I've been waiting for a rush like I had when I won the WWE title and changed the course of wrestling history in the WWE. And now, I've got that same feeling, I've got that same emotion, and I also realize, brother, that if we don't wipe out Sergeant Slaughter and his core tonight in the match made in hell, wrestling history in the WWE could also change again. You know, speaking of hell, here's a man who has virtually gone through hell in recent weeks, the Ultimate Warrior. Are we loaded down, Hulkster? Loaded, brother. Loaded down, ready to go down into the pit! One strike from a cobra is not enough to hold back the force of Hulkamania and the power of warrior wildness. We will not come by tank or by air, but we'll walk side by side and leave four footsteps behind as all the warriors and Hulkamaniacs jump on our backs. Prepare yourselves to go down to the coop of warrior wildness and Hulkamania. Hulk Hogan and the ultimate warrior walk in this battle. To leave as we walk in as the same. Ah. We've got momentum, Mean Gene. The bite from the cobra. Don't you realize, Sergeant Slaughter? The toxins most mortal men can't handle. Just inspired. Just put more gas on the fire of the warriors. And all the little Hulkamaniacs know that tonight is just as important as hanging on to the WWE title. Sergeant Slaughter, you and your core are doomed, brother. And what, what you, you gonna, gonna do when the Hulkster and the Ultimate Warrior destroy you? You know, guys, the Hulkster and the Warrior left out very, one very important equation in that match. I'm referring to the guest referee, Sid Justice. Justice, what is he gonna do? Rumored he's been in the hallway. We've seen footage with him with Slaughter, Adnoid, and Mustafa. He says he stands alone, yet we see him with others. We're gonna know right away what he means by justice will be served. That guy right there could change the entire complexion of any match. He's a big son of a, a big guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's a big guy. Big guy. Watch it. Yeah, that's what's right. Big guy. He's getting a tremendous ovation here! Where did the Warrior go? 
I don't know where Adnan go, where Mustafa go, where Justice go. And as 1991 was coming closer to an end, we saw the arrival of the Nature Boy Ric Flair in the World Wrestling Federation. Besides Hogan Warrior, there was one match the entire wrestling industry was dying to see. Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan, who was the better superstar in the world of professional wrestling. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Wrestling fans, it's time to thank our sponsors of the Beyond the Bell podcast. If it wasn't for them, BTB wouldn't be possible. A brand new sponsor to Beyond the Bell is Stitcher. Stitcher is a leading mobile audio company that provides a revolutionary media service which allows audio content to be easily aggregated, organized, and shared on mobile devices. It features the most up-to-date and relevant content in business, sports, 
politics, entertainment, and current events from the media industry's premier content providers. Stitcher works to provide an innovative platform for listening to audio content on the go. You can download the Stitcher app on all smartphones via the Android Market and the iTunes App Store. Stitcher, now streaming innovative audio. The SNS Radio Network provides daily audio programming that covers professional wrestling and sports entertainment. All produced by JJ Allcap Sexy, the SNX Radio Network provides nothing but top-notch audio for wrestling and sports entertainment fans. Shows include Wrestling News Live, The Pro Wrestling Rewind, Unplugged with JJ Sexy, What Would Fans Do, The Elite Force Podcast, and of course, Beyond the Bell. Also, the flagship of the SNS Radio Network, Sunday Night Showdown, where it covers all pay-per-views in the world of professional wrestling. The SNS Radio Network is streamed at Justin.tv, AudioWrestling.com, SNSRadioNetwork.com, Skype, and Google Voice. Basically, if you're not listening, you're not trying. Squared Circle Media. Jerome Willen provides Squared Circle Media to all pro wrestling fans. Squared Circle Media was designed to contain exclusive audio and video content. Squared Circle Media is proud to make episodes of Beyond the Bell and other pro wrestling audio content available to wrestling fans around the world. Pro Wrestling Ringside Radio contains news stories with analysis and opinions. And it is designed to be interactive by encouraging other fans to submit their own views of the top pro wrestling news stories. Pro wrestling fans are encouraged to send in their thoughts from Live Raw, SmackDown, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, and other independent wrestling events held around the globe. You can find all content from Squared Circle Media at www.squaredcirclemedia.net. Ringannouncing.com is the official website of ring announcer Sean Beckerman. This is where you will find video, audio, and the latest schedule for the future of ring announcing. That's www.ringannouncing.com. All videos are streamed at the YouTube channel, also labeled Ring Announcing. www.ringannouncing.com is the home for your host of Beyond the Bell, Sean Beckerman. It's go time. The Jetpack. Hosts Sean Beckerman and Frank Zintel bring you The Jetpack the brand new podcast dedicated to the New York Jets. The Jetpack airs every week during the New York Jets regular season. Each show will discuss last week's game, the game plan for next week, and much more. It includes audio and comments from Jets players and staff, courtesy of NewYorkJets.com. You can find all archive shows at jetpack.libsyn.com and on iTunes. Once again, that's jetpack.libsyn.com. And on iTunes, the Jetpack has blasted off fans. If you are interested in advertising on Beyond the Bell, email us at btbwrestling at gmail.com and in the title type, Advertising. Join the Beyond the Bell revolution. It's go time! Old school wrestling fans, thank you so much for joining us. That wraps up another edition of the Hulkamania Chronicles via the SNS Radio Network on Beyond the Bell. Our next chapter will feature the Nature Boy arriving in the World Wrestling Federation. Stay tuned for the old school theme of the week and our old school LOL. It's going to be one to remember as we rewind and relive the greatest, worst, and funniest moments in the world of sports entertainment and professional wrestling. 
I'm your host, ring announcer Sean Beckerman, signing off, and I'll see you next week as we'll rewind and relive all things nostalgia in the world of pro wrestling as we'll get ready to go beyond the bell. Good night, everybody.
<laughs> Wait a minute. I got something to say before we come out here. Something's okay. been heavy on my mind. Okay. I got the red, white, and blue, man. I'm dressed like Desert Storm. And God bless America, man, because recently America's had to show what kind of muscle they've had, you know. And I got to say something. President Bush said something out here a few weeks ago, or maybe it wasn't a few weeks ago, a few days back, a few mm -hmm. weeks back, whatever, that really turned me on. He said, hey, the troops are coming home, man. Everybody get all psyched. The troops are coming home. The war's over. And when he said the war's over, it kind of hit me really hard, brother, because still behind the lines, still over there, all of our allied forces, all of our friends, all the men and women that are still fighting over the Persian Gulf, the war's not over yet, brother, till each and every one of those dudes and women come home. And because of that, I got me a set of dog tags, man. These are symbolic, and these are for Arsenio Hall to wear, because until the war's over, and until each and every one of those Hulkamaniacs come back, comes back home, it's not over. Hey, man, put this on, too. This yeah. is... This is not Hey. hey, this right here. This is Arsenio Hall's Beverly Hills Desert Storm attire. And he's going to keep wearing this stuff night and day until each and every one of those Americans comes back home. Because the war is not over until all of our people get home and until I bust that Sergeant Slaughter up in WrestleMania 7. Okay, then we got to talk about him. We, let's take a commercial and come right back and talk about that Sergeant Slaughter. Hey fans, ring announcer Sean Beckerman here. Want to go back in time and relive the greatest and worst in the world of sports entertainment? From all-time favorite matches to the worst gimmicks in pro wrestling, we cover it all. So join us each and every week on the SNS Radio Network as we go beyond the bell. 